you're hucking the ball around with your pals the other day. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is not too hard. Not too soft. This one is just right. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) I'm Al, your host. Uh, And joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the vivacious Victor. How are you guys doing tonight? Excellent. All good. All right. Yes. Okay. I've been waiting to do this too. Wait. (laughs) All right. um, I mean, we've been sitting here for five minutes waiting for Victor to show up to open my beer. Yeah. You know. I needed it, Victor. I needed it. So what do you drink? <laughs> Is that Lisbon in your background, Victor? No, that's the Belize where I'm from. Belize? It looks like Lisbon. It's got the, 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 the castle on the mountaintop overlooking the city. It's very nice. Yeah. Thank you. That's how people oh, defend yeah. their cities. Yes. Well, I know. I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they stick the castle Oh, that's there. liquid gold right there. What are you drinking, Matt? <laughs> oh, because it's been a special kind of day. I'm drinking it. Amsterdam fracture. Amsterdam uh, what's fracture. An average, what's, what's an average beer? Five um, percent alcohol. Five. Yeah, this one's nine point one. Crazy. So, <laughs> you know, that's I think, why they I mean, call it fracture. I'm, I've been I've been munching all night, so I'm a little full. But I, I usually drink two beers during the show. I figured I just do one all in one shot or yeah, double it up. You're gonna run out. You're gonna have another one anyway. <laughs> uh, let, let's start with how's your week and we'll start uh, I've got a uh, today's order is going to be Victor first go ahead oh. Victor how's your week oh wow yeah week's pretty good we uh, uh, since last time we chatted we have a new roof oh, congratulations a new metal roof and we've and, had some uh, rain too not... to test the uh, sound quality how is it just in time uh, it's the same we've got three um, oh, oh boy what do you call those things uh, skylights okay. uh, so so I I think that makes more noise than the roof itself. Right. Uh, so we, we haven't really noticed and, uh, um, no, it's nice. We, we, and you know, this one's supposed to last for 40 years at least. So, okay. So yeah, hopefully you never, never have to think about it again. Okay. So, so I get the visual. Did you go with a fun color? Like what, what did you do? Um, I mean, it's not pink, uh, or anything like that. Um, it's, it's, it's not so different from the color we had before, just cause that was kind of went with the house. It's a darker Brown mm-hmm. and oh, okay. it has a texture on it, but it is metal. Um, but from afar, it looks like a regular shingle, but it's got that new kind of new uh, sh- shine to it, if you will. And so nice. everyone kind of like stops and looks, which is kind of cool. And, uh, so, you know, it's, uh, gave it a really nice facelift. There you awesome. It's a tin roof. Rusted. It's, nah, it's not tin. <laughs> it's not tin. <laughs> no, I had to say. It's a composite. I wanted, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted the opportunity to quote B- B-52s first. So. Uh, Matt, how's your week? It's been good, man. Uh, busy. Really? It's been great. Because um, you were drinking I'm a 9.0. Well, yeah, I'm tired. And, and actually, leading up to the show, I wasn't sure I was going to make it, but I, I couldn't let you guys down. So I downed a coffee. Um, I, I, and I dabbled into my childhood and had some orange slices, like a halftime, a uh, little kick up. And then I cracked a 9.1 to start the show. And so, halfway uh, through this podcast, we'll give you a freezy. How's that? <laughs> yeah, I'm in, man. Freezy. But uh, no, the week's been, I do, I do have a small, I don't know, bone to pick uh, oh with one of you. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm a little confused. And uh, so yesterday 
uh, and I still don't have a response. So I'm someone when you on the bus here. <laughs> a random feline entered my uh, oh, my my DMs on Instagram. It's <laughs> a uh, malicious, menacing-looking pumpkin <laughs> arrived in my private messages with no context at all. Pumpkin so, spice spam. That's what it is. <laughs> so, so oh, Victor, t- tell me why. <laughs> Why, why are we why getting pictures of pumpkin? Yeah, I got I got the in same our, picture in our private message. And they're they're not even just regular cat pictures; they're glam shots of his cat. So Victor has it's a cat. It's kind of eerie and ex- and exotic, and I don't know, and kind of scary, all in the same same photo. Accurate. Yeah, I got scolded as well on Facebook because uh, I posted it on Facebook, and I don't post anything on social media really almost ever. So um, I got a reply from a colleague, a friend slash colleague that uh, was, uh, you haven't posted on Facebook for 18 months and, uh, and, and you haven't, uh, no, no kid pics, uh, no uh, updates on, on, you know, on life, on COVID, what's happening and, and just, and, and now pumpkin makes it to Facebook. Yeah. Good job. Well, your your your, <laughs> yeah. ki- your kids are beyond the cute stage now, so you wouldn't post pictures of them. But yeah, you used to post at least like videos of you playing guitar and stuff, and and not even one of those. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. I just you know <laughs> it was a thing, right? I mean, the only reason I originally got uh, an Instagram account was because my daughter got one, mm-hmm. and she was still in her early teens, and I you want to want to make sure she wasn't getting herself into any trouble, and so I needed a reason, and, and so that was it, and then once I didn't need to worry about her anymore, I kind of, you know, lost interest in, mm-hmm. in it, but... Uh, but there pumpkin, uh, pumpkin's there now. So there you go. <laughs> so, and, and you know what? I, thank you. Thank you. It, it made my day. I really wasn't sure what it was about, but I, I he, pumpkin was there primed for greatness it's and, pumpkin. and I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, but before, before you get to, to, to the, to your guys weeks and, and what you're going to do next, I, I need to stop and I'm going to let you do your thing out, but thank you to Twitter today because you Careful what you wish for. I'll I know, right? Up, wow. Begging, begging for more followers. <laughs> and and he always does his portion. So it's really going to be hilarious because you guys, thank you. You made him scramble the last. Oh, my God. Did you ever? Holy to crap. To figure out how he's going to approach the Jeez. Twitter follower section of our show. So I, I'm going to let you guys do your week. And then I'm going to let Al spend 20 minutes <laughs> thanking all of your followers. So and thank you. Twitter. Of all episodes, <laughs> too. I've like I've got my soundboard is loaded with this episode. Anyway. So, yes, Tanya, quickly. How was your week? I'm just going to say good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll speak for both of us. So, yeah. so we're we're now officially moved down into the basement for for the kitchen. We've been eating and, and cooking in the kitchen all week, and this weekend we're moving the bedrooms down. So, as of this weekend, we're fully living downstairs. And next weekend, we start demolishing the the kitchen. We start tearing down walls and stuff. The dumpster gets delivered tomorrow into Woo-hoo. our driveway, and uh, th- that means the neighbors are going to you know discreetly try to throw garbage into, into the dumpster <laughs> while we're not looking. I was going to ask, can I bring a few things your way? <laughs> and that's okay because I've done the same for when, when our neighbors have had dumpsters. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's very exciting stuff. And the other piece of news, uh, uh, yesterday at my son, in my son's class, mm. somebody threw up. And I was like, holy crap, here we go. Oh, um, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, so is that even a symptom, though? Well, that's a thing, right? So the symptoms. Everything is. Symptom. And today, and today in Ontario, they've changed the symptoms. Uh, although, I think uh, throwing up is still on there. Like, uh, but uh, 
So I get this morning. So my son stayed at home, stayed home today because we were waiting for we were expecting, you know, a communication from school or something to say what had happened. One of the kids was sick. Uh, uh, The the kid threw up. Uh, So they took her and her younger sister out of their classrooms and and they isolated the kids in the library and they 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 cleaned the classroom down and they did all they took all the proper precautions and we were sitting here waiting for word to see whether he it's safe for him to go back to school the next day and we got nothing uh so he stayed home today but i did drop my daughter off uh because she's in second grade so different class or whatever and uh talk to the principal and he said yeah look uh, you know um as long as there's no positive test it's business as usual he's like i've, I've sent other kids home so you know for for puking and for having runny noses that's gonna happen and we can't panic every time which makes sense um and he's like if if the kid tests positive and we get a positive result then it's out, out of our hands and then public health come steps in and then you guys will know and, and all that stuff so happily and and in our area there's seven active cases so it's not like it's really high so we're pretty you know we're pretty good and the, the, the chances are everything's fine but yeah that was our week yeah <laughs> fun stuff <sighs> okay oh, <man>. so as <laughs> as matt alluded uh today and and i don't know what i was I thinking but i thought okay i looked at our, our twitter follower account and we were at 98 i'm like wow we're like two followers away from 100 so i put out a tweet and say hey we're two followers away how about some help and then boom not since the uh great tweet of um uh ed norton last which was just last week and actually this week it's almost double what we got from the the ed norton tweet last week uh we got um as of last week 35 new followers so yeah matt you're right i'm gonna uh try to go through this as quickly as i can here we go julie beaslin uh from ashtabula ohio yuri veronica w liz schneider uh, Scott Gilligan from Toronto, Bonnie McLean from Australia, uh, J- Jack Little, um, awesome one, Neil from Columbus, Ohio, Josh Hinch, Livy from Indiana, Toronto Mike. Finally, he he joined, and you know what? <laughs> Aren't you guys friends? <laughs> we are friends. What an <laughs> asshole he is, right? But I think it's because he was waiting. He was actually number ninety nine. I think he was waiting to be number ninety nine. So uh, thank you, Toronto Mike, for joining. It's not like he's listening. He just did it probably because I I, I begged, and I'm not too proud to beg. <laughs> I've already said that. So that was number ninety nine. So <laughs> number one hundred was A Town. I'm guessing he's from Atlanta. Uh, Eric Marshall. Chris Wagner from Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. I even spelt it wrong. Massachusetts. Today, Junior. (laughs) Angry National Park from the planet Earth. Kay Back from Texas. Chris Evans. Eric Lunger conscripted. He's from somewhere on the I-35 in Texas or something like that. Seth Stout from Indiana. S. Murphy. That Lisa girl. Ha ha charade you are from older and wiser. I don't know what that means, but uh, okay. Uh, big, a uh, bog slut. <laughs> I love some of these. Um, <laughs> wow. red beard from Moncton, New Brunswick. I feel like maybe Matt, you know, uh, who red beard is. Do you or no? I don't know. Oh, I, I thought, cause I, I thought, cause I know one person from New Brunswick. Now I know them all. No. <laughs> I thought you guys had some kind of interaction there. Maybe you didn't. I, and, and you're from out East, right? So I don't know. Anyway, Strange breed. They're a band from Vancouver, BC. Uh, I think uh, we we attracted them uh, from the Toronto Mike. They were on Toronto Mike uh, a, a while ago. Uh, Alex Cock 
Brittany DeRosa from upstate New York. Don't be a child. Oh, grow up. Go, yeah, grow up. I just liked your pause and swallow after the... After the taking the a breath. Name. Holy fuck. It's going to be one of those. All right. I'm almost done here. Jessica Steckel from Portland, Oregon. Matt Sorrento from Rockland. Again, Massachusetts. Uh, Matt Osborne. That's a what? Massachusetts. <laughs> I said two, two shits. Um, test and trace is the only way. Kyle from Iowa. And Hope. Hoboken Mets fan from Hoboken, New Jersey. Wow. Thank you all. Uh, again, um, I'm not above begging and and it worked today. Like I, I put out one tweet. I only needed two and we got, you know, 35. So thank you all. Dude, for- I was laughing my ass off here at home watching those followers go. Cause I'm thinking as you do all, I mean, let's get real. Tanya, Victor and I do nothing. <laughs> I'll does all the preparation. So I was thinking of you building your list minutes before and i'm pretty sure two more just joined yeah you just I, missed i got a buzz so, so you'll have to get called out next week yeah it'll be next oh i love the <laughs> <laughs> victor's background is it a train wreck why a what train wreck. so far things are going smoothly why would you <laughs> but i mean it shows we love oh all our God, fans I and so everyone who follows that. we will call you out oh man yes Yes, at least our Twitter followers. We have like actually yeah. twice the amount of Facebook followers, but we don't give them any, we don't pay them any, any attention. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Well, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Last week we reviewed season two, episode two, The Election. That episode received a fresh rating from Tanya, a clearance from Matt and myself, and a compost from Victor. Tonight, we're recapping. <laughs> Victor's laughing. He's, he's remembering right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was an asshole last weekend. All right. Uh, t- tonight. Oh, and by the way, our my scientific Twitter poll for uh, that uh, for last week's episode, 20% uh, agreed with Tanya. Uh, 50 per- 60% agreed with Matt and I gave it a clearance and 20% uh, agreed with Victor and gave it a compost. So it's, uh, you know, it actually kind of matches uh, what we, what we Tanya, have. Tanya, have you recovered from last week? I know you were really, <laughs> really upset. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys got me all riled up. <laughs> like I didn't think you were coming back this week. <laughs> <laughs> that was You're awesome. So tonight we're recapping and reviewing season two, episode three relationships. So we're going to start off with Victor. Did you do your homework, Victor? I did my homework and I did the extra credit credit. Oh yeah. yes. Perfect. Uh, Matt, did you do your homework? Uh, of course I did. Did you do the extra credit? I announced all that already. Okay, all right, I mean, yeah. not on the show. No, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this this homework thing. It's becoming uh daunting but yes i'm doing it follow along all right tanya did you do your homework of course i did you sat me down yes i I always make sure she does here we go uh cold open the hicks are playing catch and talking about squirrely dan's date with his sweetie the night before (laughs) (laughs) already it's this this is gonna be a great great start he took her to the chip truck he had fries and gravy she had hers with salt and malt vinegar this triggers a discussion about the differences between canada and the u.s as it pertains to condiments and restaurants like no vinegars on the tables no craft peanut butters no all-dressed chips or ketchup chips either figure it out yeah Uh, they do have six different types of Captain Crunch, though. Squirrely Dan saw a comedian talk about it on the Just for Rears. <laughs> he can't remember his name, though. A bit, long, a bit long-winded for Squirrely Dan's taste, but overall a good guy. So <laughs> the reason that's funny, and yep, and, and, and I, I mentioned the extracurricular homework, is because the comedian he's talking about 
uh, is K. Trevor Wilson, who is Squirrely Dan, the, the, the comedian and actor. So, but did you notice though, he said four yeah. different types of Captain Crunch in the stand-up mm-hmm. routine. Yeah. Yeah. So is there six? Uh, yeah. That's what are the other two? May, what may, are the other two is may, what I can't stop thinking about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me have a go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is it just <laughs> extra crunch berries? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fun routine. I loved his, you know, just for rears and, and, uh, just uh, yeah, them breaking the fourth wall almost by by talking about him in, in third person. Um, yeah, and and the extracurricular homework I asked you guys to do was was to watch his just for laughs uh, a bit on Captain Crunch. So uh, I'm glad you guys did that, and I, hopefully that made it even funnier when when he mentioned it in the show. Well, it, it's so true. I mean, like the foods are very different, and then there are lists of things like like you called out two big ones. And I have friends in the U.S. that if we go visit, they always expect that we're going to bring them ketchup chips because apparently <laughs> yeah. that's not a thing down there. No, and I, it's weird. get on it seriously. Wow. Um, yeah, and, but you know, here's here's another weird one that always caught me up, and I don't know if this is unanimous across all the U.S., but. I'm an iced tea guy. And when I say iced tea, I mean the shitty nest tea that yeah. we get here. Oh, yeah. Completely it's different. Down sugary there. mess. I yeah. love it. But you go there. I remember I went to I think it was in Atlanta mm-hmm. and I ordered an iced tea and then they said sweetened or unsweetened. And I was floored by this option. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You I mean, it doesn't got an option. It doesn't come in a can. Know there was an option. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> yeah, no, down there, um, iced the tea guy, is actual like brewed tea, cold tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not no, the I crap actually, that we've. I, I, I took the lighter side out of fear, and I chose unsweetened, which <laughs> clearly was a mistake. And I, you proceeded I mean, to I put from this. You proceeded to put five tablespoons of sugar into it, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm wondering why it's not dissolving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, just to uh, just to to answer your question, there is a cotton candy crunch. Oh my god. Ooh. And there is a red, white, and blue crunch. Of course. That's not a flavor. Uh, <laughs> Those are colors. None of them Those are. Those are colors. <laughs> uh, the crunch berry, of course, the peanut butter crunch, and the oops all berry. Oh, so... So maybe yeah. if we, because that just for laughs looks like it was, you know, a few years maybe ago. Maybe it was a few years. Yeah, maybe maybe he's, he's updated it and now he's got okay. six. Yeah. Okay. So back to Squirrelly Dan's date. Things went so well that they got a little bits of foolings around. <laughs> Derry tries to get Squirrelly Dan to elaborate, but all Squirrelly Dan will cop to is Frenching a little. Wayne says it's impolite to kiss and tell. Uh, Squirrelly Dan doesn't like to kiss and tell, but the Frenching did take a hard left turn from which he has yet to recover. <laughs> This piques Wayne interest, uh, even though he doesn't like to, uh, to ask uh, Squirrely Dan to kiss and tell. He's now very curious. So Squirrely Dan elaborates. I'm sure you boys have had a couple curveballs thrown your ways betwixt the sheets. Well, not to be polite, but you know, sometimes a gal will be kissing around on like the area near your genitals, but not quite on your genitals. Makes me ticklish and insecure. You know, not to be impolite, but... Sometimes a gal will do some kissing on the ears, which makes me uncomfortable because even though I clean my ears, sometimes a tater will just roll out of there unexpected. <laughs> Squirrely Dan kind, kind of likes both of those things, and that's why they call him Squirrely Dan. Reason fucking five million, uh, uh, Wayne says under his breath. So now it's his turn to overshare. Well, not to be impolite, but this gal suggested that maybe I should have some Attention's paid to my butt's hole. <laughs> that ever, ever happened to you guys? Attention's you ever have a gal suggest that you need some attention's paid to your butt's hole? 
attention spade. I love that. Wayne just stands there with one hand behind him as if guarding his butt's hole. <laughs> Derry <laughs> promptly drops the ball thrown at him from Squirrely Dan as Squirrely Dan stands there pleading for some acknowledgement of his predicament. The game of catch continues, but this time only between Wayne and Derry. <laughs> oh. Oh. Can I just can I just say a hard no, I guess? She put a couple fingers up there and turned out you got a neurogenous zone. Neurogenous on the hot button. Gave it a tickle and uh Yeah. Feels uh it feels pretty good, you guys. Okay? Pop fly. I really liked it. Pop fly. Felt felt very natural. Oh man. The, the, okay. well, hold on, we're not done yet. So the game of catch intensifies as Wayne and Derry graduate to pop flies and grounders. Nice. That's how you get the body in front of it. The body. In front they of call it. it milking the prostate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then back to a very bothered Wayne who blinks twice and re- re- reiterates his first word of wisdom, and uh, that is. What's in polite to kiss and tell. And then the music starts. So there you go. That's oh. that is before the credits even roll. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. <laughs> that is single handedly the best scene I've seen in this entire series to date. I could like just listen to you guys, I could not stop laughing. Yeah. Everything about that was brilliant. The 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 way they just sort of stepped aside, ignored him. Yeah. He was so looking for validation yeah, in yeah. what was going on and they weren't even giving him the time of day. <laughs> it was, it was just comedic brilliance in that whole scene. The writing, yeah, that, the physical oh, humor. Uh, yeah. Oh, everything. everything about it. Yeah. Um, Derry oh, can't, man, can't, size, uh, 10, four on that one. Yeah. D- Derry can't throw, by the way, he's got an awkward throw. I mean, if these guys are all former hockey players, his throw, like I can understand squirrely Dan, uh, maybe having an awkward throw, but Derry's throw is, is just, you know, they're playing baseball out. though. Right? No, I know, but still like, usually if you're athletic, you're, you're athletic. And, uh, that's a, I don't know, maybe he's acting <laughs> that maybe he's acting like he's got a bad throw, but anyway. All right. So scene one. <laughs> After the credits, the Hicks are in Wayne and Katie's kitchen. Derry is eviscerating a yogurt yogurt cup, as per usual. Uh, he asks Katie where Stuart has been, and she says he's not talking to her, so, and she doesn't know why. Uh, Katie serves up a stack of pancakes uh, with the birthday candle in it for Wayne, as per his birthday tradition. Uh, Wayne is sitting at the table with his dog Gus in his lap. Uh, the Hicks got Wayne a birthday present, but he says we don't make a thing of birthdays in this family. So Derry suggests skipping his super super soft birthday this year, which gets a hard no from Wayne. Katie says the gift is less of a birthday thing and more of an efficiency thing, which triggers a word of wisdom uh, from Wayne again. Uh, if you could be one thing, you should be efficient. The Hicks uh, got Wayne an appointment with a matchmaker. Wayne does not like the idea. Get the take up. We'll start walking. We won't do online dating. There's no more Modine, so you can't meet girls there. You're handcuffed, cowboy. You figured out. Yeah, figures it out. You told me to figure it out. You don't want you figured out. All you have to do is sit down with a matchmaker, answer a few questions, and then she sets you up on three dates with girls that she thinks you'll jive with. The Hicks go off on a tangent about jiving Pete because she said jive uh, his testicles and his botched vasectomy. Uh, they've all seen jiving Pete's swollen nuts. 
It looks like a rambutan, which is to say, this hairy fruit. So not smooth like a persimmon? No, although it is persimmon. about the size of a persimmon, which of course is much like a tomato's. What sort of potent peace pipe was some prick pulling off when he titled tomatoes fruits? Well, <laughs> now both Jive and Pete's Nuts have a story, which I hope guarantees that I'll never have to listen to another story about Jive and Pete's Nuts. He's a good guy. He's a real good guy. No, he's a great guy. So, uh... The, again, the writing in this episode is so fucking top notch. And then oh. the physical humor that they add to it, like in that in the pre credit scene. But in this scene, I mean, who has a rambutan just laying around for <laughs> Squirrely Dan? Just, oh, look like a rambutan. And he's holding this thing in his hand. And then the persimmon, like, I, you know, I've seen persimmons around here, but I've never seen a rambutan. I've never heard of that yeah. word. I'm still not even sure what you're saying. Yeah, I had to look it up on the internets in order to know what he was talking about. But uh, And what is it? It's a fuzzy, odd-looking tropical fruit related to the lychee. So I know what a lychee is, but a rambutan, I don't know. So he just huh. happened to have one in his hand when describing Sounds jiving like a cousin nut. of an orangutan. Do you, but do you, I don't you know open it with it. like a, a nutcracker? I, I I don't know. You're asking me. I don't know. I didn't Google okay. that much of it. To, I just, we need to get what? on a Google. Yeah, there you go. Is it, Can we get some samples? What's that? Can we Uber eat some samples of rambutans? I don't know. How would you spell this rambutan? It's right there. Rambutan. Ram- uh, okay, I'm, I'm hearing an A at the beginning. Ram- Is it a ram? No, just rambutan. Boo-tan. Not a fucking word. Anyway, talk returns to the plot of the episode and a little bit of uh, applied peer pressure. Wayne, you're looking for love. And you said it yourself. If you can be one thing... Be efficient. There's a want, there's a right. Figures it out. Peter Patter, let's get at her. Figure it out. You shouldn't gang up on people on their birthdays. We don't make a thing of birthdays in this family. <laughs> Just come in this afternoon. Don't be in your barn clothes. Don't be in your barn clothes. <clears throat> so, I mean, uh, you know, we're in we're into episode three. And I know last week, uh, especially Victor was complaining that this whole season was supposed to be about uh, Wayne looking for love. And we're finally getting to it. Right. Uh, but it's taken three episodes to get to it. <clears throat> yeah. now, scene two, Riley and Jonesy are parked outside the rink ranting about how much they hate Pracky. They decided uh, they're going to donk or act like an ass uh, at practice. Like, I'm just going to Pracky like a donk. I could donk all day. Just blast clappers at the hash marks. And fucking plug tendy of ours. Clappies from the hashies, buddy. Just stepping into one from the ladies' team. Just bulldoze us, people. Just firing ringers at his ears. Just firing warm-up ringers. Just tossing chest-high sauce at the boys. Just tossing ankle-high rocket sauce. Just tossing mad suies up the middle. Just tossing mad suies through the trolley tracks. Just tossing mad breakout suies directly into the skates. Just tossing mad breakout suies. So, um... There's not a lot to uncover there because it's it's kind of it's kind of a throwaway scene. But uh, I had to look up what a suey was because that was the one thing that they mentioned that I had no idea what it was. And it's basically a suicide pass. So uh, okay, yeah, a pass. And, and, and I mean, and, and I think this is going to come up more and more in this in this show. Mm-hmm. Is this episode had some real highlights, but there's a few what you described throwaway yeah. moments and yeah. Uh, yeah. this is yeah th- their their presence in this episode definitely felt very throwaway yeah very and, and by and by by the way just a suicide pass is the receiver who receives a pass and gets destroyed by a guy who is hitting him because he's too busy looking at the puck exactly received. yeah yeah so but hey, we'll, oh. we'll we'll continue. Scene number three. Back at the barn, Katie and Wayne are with the matchmaker. She explains a little bit about her service. So a little bit about me. Uh, my service is called Goldilocks and the Three Dates. 
Katie. I forgot to tell her not to tell you that. So I've modeled my business after the charming story that it's inspired by. I send my clients on three dates, and like the beds that Goldilocks laid down in after eating the three bears' porridge, maybe one is too hard, and maybe one is too soft. But in the end, we hope that maybe one is just right. Katie, get after it. You're losing him. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part of those of this scene is is just Wayne reacting to to this yeah. ri- ridiculous yeah. matchmaker. <laughs> Uh, but I, I get here's here's my thought. I, I I hate her. Like I think like I would do Wayne in that. But I like the logic. Mm-hmm. I think there's some there's some thinking there that she's onto something. The name is terrible. She's terrible. <laughs> she played it. She played it well. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. Yeah. But I she's onto something. Mm-hmm. Well, the match. Yeah, it was, oh, it was a bit over the top, but mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. The matchmaker asks Wayne to tell her a little bit about himself. His response is, it's impolite to talk about yourself. Uh, But uh, (laughs) that's why Katie's there. Keeps his truck clean, loves his dogs, enjoys a beer and a smoke. Uh, Then the matchmaker asks about Wayne's past relationships. His response again, you shouldn't air your dirty laundry. Again, Katie to the rescue. Five years, ended a while ago, no baggage. And so next, the matchmaker asks how much Wayne makes in a fiscal year. This this is the last straw. Wayne yells at Katie, who responds for him. It's impolite to talk about your money. Uh, but when uh, she adds, uh, but then she adds, he's no slouch <clears throat> under her breath. <laughs> the matchmaker has all the information she needs, and she's about to begin Wayne's story. And Wayne just storms off before she can finish her spiel. Uh, next scene, the Hicks are out playing catch again. Squirrely Dan and Derry question Wayne about his initial consultation with the matchmaker. Wayne gets annoyed with their questioning. Uh, Stuart shows up. He wants to know if Katie <laughs> has mentioned anything to them about him not talking to her. Wayne can confirm, and Stuart's pleased because he wants her to know he's upset with her. It's working. What's working? By not talking to her, she will form the conclusion that I'm upset with her and eventually ask me why. Why are you so butthurt, Stuart? Well, she actually... Just kidding, I don't give a fuck. Wait, you're upset with her, <laughs> and you want to communicate that by not communicating. Acutely. You are spare parts, aren't you, bud? Let me know if Katie asks about me. And as Stuart walks away, Wayne throws the baseball oh. and hits Stuart in the back. Oh. It was so... <laughs> <laughs> I can watch that on repeat. Uh, all right, next scene, date number one. At the Ford Dancers Resto Bar, about 35 minutes east of town, Wayne meets his first date. I'm Kim. I'm a psychologist. I'm a feminist. I'll be paying the bill. I'm Wayne. The date is unexpectedly interrupted by Pastor Glenn. Wayne. Glenn, how are you now? Oh, good. Oh, not so bad. Well, I guess the kitten's out of the clutch on this one. I also have to work as a waitress to make ends meet. (laughs) Sure you do. I'm Kim. Are you ever? Look at you. I'm loving this. You're like a shark. I'm scared. Like a Julie Moore, like a Jesse Chastain. What can I get you to drink? Uh, we'll need a minute. Uh, please and thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, you'll take care of little Miss Nikki Kidman here till I get back, Mr. McConaughey. Sure, I will. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really hoping that he identified as a waitress. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm really hoping that this this episode here uh, goes a little bit to, to changing uh, Victor's mind about Wayne. Oh. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Pastor, Pastor Glenn, or Glenn, Glenn yeah. uh, in this episode, uh, has now shot himself all the way up to being, I think, my second or third favorite character. He's, I loved him. In this yeah, he's really good in this. Yeah. Uh, 
so Glenn leaves and the the, the therapy session, I mean, the date begins. He crosses his arms. Are you aware of the psychology behind that? Now, when you say he, you're talking about me, right? He has wit. Do you know why you cross your arms? Feels like you're talking to two people right now. Crossing your arms, whether it be consciously or subconsciously, is a sign of defense. You're protecting your vital organs. Do you feel threatened by me? Well, I don't, but the other guy might. He is hilarious. Enough psychology for now. What do you know about feminism, Wayne? I know it's unsafe territory to discuss with a feminist. Why? Someone will start shouting. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Feminism is the belief that women and men should have equal rights and opportunities. So are you a feminist, Wayne? Well, I'd trust my sister with just about any job under the sun over a man. Except this one, I guess. Excuse me? Not to be impolite, but you're not exposed to talk about sex, politics, or religion at the supper table. So... I know you you said scene the first scene the opening scene before the credits was your favorite scene in the whole thing. Uh, it, it, yes. was, it was really really funny. But I got to say the writing in this scene I fucking love. I think it's one of the best written scenes so far on the show. Just the, well, I, I mean yeah. I'll give you that. I mean yeah. it's, I mean the whole episode I think was very well written. Mm-hmm. But I had never laughed as hard. Sure. Um, I appreciate <clears throat> the pauses mm-hmm. and the yeah. and the cadence of a, of a scene and i think the first scene that's what carried me it was just yeah. so well overall so the writing was good the flow of it the body language i just i i i literally was i'm not even kidding you i was crying watching that first scene <laughs> for sure and, and, and yeah I, I think it is a it's a really funny scene uh, the reason i really love this scene uh, the writing is great but this is the first time like wayne so Wayne has always been like the guy with like all the, the, the useless knowledge kind of facts and stuff like that. And so uh, around the other Hicks and around the other characters in, on the show, he, 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 he seems smart just because. Right. But in this one, he's he's facing somebody who's who's really intelligent and he's going back and forth with her like without missing a beat. And this is the first time we see Wayne like, OK, this guy is sharp. Like he, he he's a yeah. hick. But man, he's he's someone to reckon with in a, in a verbal kind of uh, argument, right? I, I really really enjoyed this scene because I think it showed a level of Wayne that we haven't seen yet. What did you think? Fair enough. I think it's uh, it's true. Uh, it's just there are two kind of uh, we're we're talking about this two scenes from two different perspectives. One mm-hmm. is uh, intelligence, and you know mm-hmm. the writing style, and <clears throat> and 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 just uh, the you know, seeing Wayne in a kind of in a new in a new light. Yeah. Whereas the other scene is just 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 laughter. Yeah. No. I, yeah. So yeah, my point isn't that it's funnier than the right. other scene, but I just yeah. love the writing in this scene. I think it Fair and the acting yeah. and and the the just yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah. So Kim yeah, asks. No yeah. Kim both, asks. Both have merit. Kim asks Wayne what he wants, presumably presumably out of life, and Wayne just says he wants a Gus and Brew. Uh, Pastor Glenn re- returns to take their drink order. Kim orders a Caesar and Wayne a pint of, pint of lager, something local. Uh, a local lager for Mr. Brando and a Caesar for Sandy Bullock. Uh, Wayne and Kim get into an amazing back and forth argument over the differences between a resto bar, a gastro lounge, and a brasserie. Uh, uh, Kim is impressed with Wayne's arguing skills. Do you know what an emergency call is, Wayne? Negative. It's when you have a friend call 10, 15 minutes into a date to be sure the date isn't a total bust. And if it is, then you can play the phone call as though it's an emergency and leave the date. Well, that's fair. I guess we are first cousin to an emergency here. (laughs) A good one. And you shouldn't be afraid of it. I think we could do good things here. 
I'm going to call my friend and cancel her pending emergency call. And when I get back, let's talk about your feelings, Wayne. Okay. Let's really <laughs> talk about them. Okay. I want to take them and I want to talk about them. She, she's kind of terrifying <laughs> in a very sexy way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Kim leaves and Wayne calls the matchmaker. Oh, it's Wayne. How are you now? <laughs> oh, not so bad. Yeah, this one's too hard. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so good. Oh, man. All right. Scene number six. Uh, the skids are dancing outside the dollar store. Stuart walks up. He shows the skids that he comes in peace by dropping his EpiPen. Um, I, sh- <laughs> I, I should have added a trigger warning for our U- U.S. friends who are listening right now. <laughs> more more EpiPens are wasted in this episode. 700 bucks every time they throw one on the ground. Yeah. Stuart <laughs> asks the skids if they've seen Katie around. They haven't. They wonder if there's trouble in paradise. If there was, she wouldn't know it because Stuart isn't talking to her. The skids approve of Stuart's tactics. Of course they would. Uh, the skids go on to compare how much gaming each of them are getting done sounds like a lot like gym rats bragging about how much they work out Stuart asks if they want to hit up a happy hour and rolled is ready to take him back but Devin pulls rolled back and sends Stuart away uh, but not before throwing a soccer ball and hitting Stuart <laughs> cut to the next scene uh, <laughs> at super scoops ice cream poor Stuart uh, up come oh. up country uh, it was still funny at this point by the way yes yes uh, Wayne meets Lisa uh, once again, their date is interrupted by Pastor Glenn, who is also working at the ice cream truck. Are you ever? Look at you. America's little sweetheart over here. You're like a little Katie Heigl or like a little Katie Hudson. What can I get you? Do you have cookies and cream? Do I, do I have cookies and cream? I sure do have cookies and cream. I'm thinking maybe a vanilla fudge swirl chunk for mr newman over here that'll do thank you <laughs> okay and you're gonna keep an eye on little katie blanchett here for me till i get back sure will thank you be right back <laughs> i love how he ran away by the way yeah <laughs> glenn leaves wayne uh to his date lisa is a preschool principal and uh, if you don't recall wayne's view on kids uh please refer to the fart book episode uh where wayne says oh there's nothing better than a fart Except kids falling off bikes, maybe. Fuck, I could watch kids fall off bikes all day. I don't give a shit about your kids. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Lisa, You're not allowed to laugh. You gave that a compost. <laughs> Lisa doesn't let hey, Wayne respond. I said it had funny moments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa doesn't let Wayne respond. She knows that everybody loves kids. They're so silly. I know. Everyone likes kids. They're so silly. I love them when they're silly. But if they get too silly, they have to come see me. Silly? Mischief. Trouble. We use gentler terms as a policy. Well, so what happens when they come see you? Well, we do things a little differently in our program. The approach is progressive and positive. We issue a hug consent form to parents, which allows us to hug their kids. Because 99% of the time, all kids need is a hug. A hug. A squeeze. We squeeze them. An embrace. <laughs> oh. Oh? Well, what is it? Nothing. Wayne. Yeah? Speak freely. No, I'd better not. That's the only way we'll get to know each other. <laughs> Wayne doesn't want to elaborate, but Lisa persists. So? But do you ever smack him? Excuse me? Like give him a good whack? I don't follow. Do you ever hit the kid? <laughs> like for being too silly? No, Wayne. 
We never hit our kids. You shouldn't hit kids. Well, you know what? Don't you remember how scared you were of your principal when you were growing up? It's because he'd smack you if you were being too silly. Heck, your parents wanted you to have a principal who would smack you. They took comfort in the fact that they were sending you to a place every day where someone would smack you for them if you were being too silly. And sometimes I see kids these days kind of think like, like wish you could still do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a fucked up topic, man. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not too ashamed to admit that I've probably made the same point before. Where like uh, sometimes I wish, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 I even remember as a kid. I mean, we again. I know we're sort of roughly in the same age range. <laughs> I'm giving a range, but I mean, our parents very different world. Our 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 grow up little very different world. Now today's world, it's like unacceptable. But mm-hmm. I can actually remember moments where I'm running from my dad and there was one time in particular where he's chasing me because of something stupid I did. He then tripped, fell on his face over it, over a footstool. I was scared to die. I ran out the goddamn front door down the street and, and didn't come home until night. Like I'm like, I am not stepping inside that door because he was already angry and then he fell. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I do not want to face that man. Oh, okay. All right, so, so so I have a story. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I love Mother the Russia. story. So this is back in Belize. I was seven, and um, and and somebody told my dad that I swore uh, in Russian. <laughs> the Russian swearing is quite severe, <laughs> um, and and I didn't really know what it, what it meant. What I said, I just heard it in a, on a playground, and it's pretty bad. And, um, so my dad came, uh, uh, came over to me and said, let me tell you a story. <laughs> he said, uh, it all sounds so much better when you tell it in Russian, but, but uh, we'll, we'll give it our best try. So here. much more ominous, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he said, uh, you know, when I was your age, um, uh, I was outside and I wrote a bad word with a stick in the sand and the neighbor saw me do it and told my mother, and my mother told my dad. And uh, when I came through the door, uh, I'm not sure what happened, but I was suddenly flying through the air <laughs> <laughs> and landed on the other end of the room. And um, and uh, and uh, my dad came came over to me and said, "If I ever hear you do this again." Uh, next time you will not land. So, <laughs> wow. So I just want to, so I just, so I just wanted to tell you this story. My dad is telling me and, uh, and then he walked away. <laughs> he might as well have just said, I will break you. <laughs> just left me with that visual. Right. Right. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. And so there you go. So that's how they do it. Uh, do things back in the Soviet Union. You know what? We it's, laugh, but it's not even it's, funny. It's, well, no, look, I, I've, 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 we've had the, the conversations at the coffee shop where we're we're crying in tears oh. me and my friends and and we're all sh- we're all sharing our stories of, of getting beaten up i mean i'm portuguese i was i was raised by the hand it was my mom doing beaten the beating uh but <clears throat> funny enough and i swear to god this this wasn't planned this way but last week i was having a, a conversation with my with my daughter she's she's six years old uh in grade two and she asked me tell me about your teachers and in, in, in school and stuff like that so i was, was like well what do you want to know so like who, who's your kindergarten teacher and i said oh it was uh mrs mcneil and she said oh yeah was she nice I said yeah she was nice except once she smacked me she goes she what say she smacked me what in the face i'm like yeah 
well, she goes, what did you do? I said, well, I said a bad word. I said a word that I shouldn't say. And she's like, so now she starts to, trying to guess what the word was. Was it the F word? I'm like, no, no, no. Was it, was it the S word? I was like, it was an S word. She goes, was it stupid? I'm like, no, it was shit. Like I said, shit. I was four years old. I said shit. I had no idea what I was saying. And I got smacked by my kindergarten teacher. But that's, you know, it, it, she was like, she couldn't believe that I told her that a teacher hit me because I said a, a bad word in class. So, yeah, things have changed quite a bit. Okay, well, oh, yeah. I have to I mean, share. <laughs> I have to share my story. Oh, no, mine, mine was uh, so our our uh, our hits came from my dad's uh, rubber slipper <laughs> on our butt on our butts, <laughs> and and he would like flick his foot, and the shoe would come up, and he would catch it in midair, and then you couldn't get out of the room faster than his slipper would hit you in the ass. <laughs> so the funny part about this is that he would wear out his slippers every year. Because he would hit us with them. And at Christmas time, my mom would take us to the store and we would buy him a new pair of slippers. So we were forced to buy the the, the torture device, right? It's and so like, devious. I look back on that, scratching my head, going, it's some what? form of mental was and emotional Bond torture. Yeah. It sounds very odd. It job. was it was a very yeah, like you you tried oh, to like back out of the but eventually you'd have to turn and that's when he'd get you. And it was yeah. Look, if we were to share all the great beating stories, this oh. podcast would be two hours long. So we'll have to move on. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's some great stuff. Um all right. Wayne goes on to say that another problem with kids is sitting in school all day makes them soft. Uh, Lisa fakes getting her emergency call and runs off. Wayne calls the matchmaker. It's Wayne. How are you now? Well, not so bad. Yeah, this one's too soft. <laughs> that was so predictable. The, it was, but, yeah, but he, it's still He fun. made the right call on that one. Yes. I think you should have saw the first one through a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next at scene. At least for a night or so. Next scene, back at the farm. Stuart is not so silently moping around Katie's proximity to try to get her attention. She will not give him the satisfaction until she finally gives in. It's been three days. Why haven't you asked me what's wrong? Something wrong? Of course it is. You act like I don't... Should I have known that? It's called the silent treatment? Step one, I stopped talking to you. Step two, you form the conclusion that something is wrong. Step three, you ask me what's wrong. What's up with step one? You skip step one and two. What's step three again? You ask me what's wrong. Got it. Good. You bet. Go ahead. Where? Step three. What's step three again? Well, skip step three. I'm just going to tell you what's wrong. That should have been step one. Wrong. Step one and two are fundamental steps. <laughs> you missed step, Stuart. How? Step one, become angry with someone. Step two, tell that someone that you're angry. Step three, resolve anger with that someone. Step four. Step four. Step four. Resume peaceful existence. That, that's one of Katie's shining moments, too. Great, great, really well-written scene. Uh, Katie dumped Stewart, telling him it's time for him to go. It was a rebound, even though there was no physical act of rebounding. Tanya should be happy to hear that, which was a first for her. Uh, Stewart asked her why. No one has time for the silent treatment, Stewart. Not even a letter, Kenny. Adios. 
Katie leaves Stuart standing there. And as the camera pulls back, you see Derry and Squirrely Dan were playing catch and witnessing the whole thing. As he walks away, they hit him with the baseball again. And so <laughs> I actually felt from this time. I'm all for pain and laughing at people and their pain. But this, it just got mean. Yeah. Well, at that point, well, he, he well, just he started crying. Yeah. He, he was lying there. Well, not cr- even that. Yeah. Like it, it was three times. Like the first time was I, I was on the floor laughing. <laughs> Second time I laughed. This time I almost I was I felt for him like this is not OK. Well, because he just also got dumped and then, uh, yeah, and then on top of that. I don't care about that. Yeah, (laughs) but he was already hurting from that and then he got hit again and started crying. Well, I think it's different though, too. Like no one likes getting smacked in the back of the head. Like that's a dishonor. Like it's a a very, I don't know, that is, it takes it too far. Hitting hitting the back of the leg, the ass, the whatever. Yeah, okay. But it's taking it too far. So let's yeah, go. I caught that too. The head, the head hit versus the back. You're right. I had, yeah. I had different feelings associated with that. Yeah. So let's go back to episode one of this season where or Tanya didn't like it at all. And it was mostly because she took exception to the fact that Stuart and Katie or Katie is dating Stuart. You hated that. He was licking her face like and she's like, Ugh. and I was. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so no. now now we see she wasn't standing up to him. She wasn't. No. I oh, didn't well, like well now you hear like there was no physical uh, activity at all. And it yeah. was just a, a pity, you know, pity date. Does that make you feel better? So it's, yeah, I like so you're that. more favorable to his neediness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one has time for that. Uh, ain't no one got time for that. At least not at least not on letter, Kenny. Next scene, date number three, at the chip truck east of town. Wayne meets his date. It's Angie, his ex. They share a tense moment, and then once again, Pastor Glenn interrupts. But uh, this time, it's not because he works there. He just loves the fries. He sees Angie and then... Who is this? You're a masterpiece, aren't you? You're like a Shelly Pfeiffer. You're like a Charlie Theron or like a Penny Cruz. Ooh. You're like a little Angie Jolie. That's who you are. You're Angie. How are you now? Good, and you? Well, not so bad. So we meet Angie. So how does pause? Okay, okay, wait, pause, pause. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a, I'm, I'm, with a, you on this one. I'm a, I'm a story follower, mm-hmm. and if he dated for five years, Pastor Glenn would have known who Angie was. Well, we don't know how close uh, Pastor Glenn is to, to Pastor Wayne. Glenn works at three freaking different <laughs> places plus the church. There's no way okay. that it would have been. Yeah. Anyway, so they dated though yeah, in high school. Maybe Pastor Glenn a little bit didn't, of a hole. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. It's a hole. I also, I mean, although I loved Pastor Glenn's content in this episode, I didn't understand why he was at all these places. It didn't make any sense. Like from a story perspective, I'm like, there's no way this doesn't make any sense. It was a comedy standpoint. Yeah, he's got it. So it was a, it was a hard one to, he's got to comment on, on all his dates and call them by these famous women's names, but, but, but a really familiar version of each, of each woman's name. Like instead of Penelope Cruz, it's Penny Cruz instead of uh, Charlize (laughs) there. And it's chart. What was it? Char there, whatever it was. It was funny. Like Um, like I said, I enjoyed his content, but I didn't understand. It just seems so forced to put him into these scenes. You have to, Um, because you're watching this, because you're forgetting that this show is not dissimilar to, let's say, The the Simpsons or Family Guy or kind of a a cartoon, except it's live action. So you're it's not like pure reality. Sometimes you're going to get things that are propish or uh, for the for you know it's like uh, you know taking a bit of a road trip to for a punchline. The whole point 
of, of Pastor Glenn being in these scenes is to change Victor's mind on Pastor Glenn. That's that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it, it, he, well, we make our own reality, and, he, and, he and, and in my make, case, that's true. Yeah, he didn't make things uncomfortable. He yeah. was a comedy. He was there for comedy. Oh no, he was yeah, he, was, he great. was great. I agree. Yeah. I just I didn't understand from he, a story he, perspective. He was his he, he was a he without him this this episode would have been good and he was a catalyst for greatness in this episode so wow, I thought that, look at that, that. Wow. high praise from victor on pastor glenn angie wants to talk with wayne in his truck she grabs him by the jeans waist wayne says okay <laughs> and cut to the next scene where wayne is sitting at the produce stand with the puppers and a shot of gus and brew <laughs> and he's speaking to the camera now that was just right did you see the smile on his face oh yeah well it's it's you know uh, that that whole uh, uh getting back together sex is always you know the familiar familiarity and and uh he's having and he's having such a hard time finding somebody who's perfect applaud for him. wayne for a second mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes well done i Mark. like the head nod for a second for, like for not reacting to, to al's comfort and insane <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, the others ask Wayne how he made out. It seems they didn't know it was Angie because I think if they did, they would have probably given him a hard time. Uh, but they give him a hard time anyway. Just no toker in them. It's impolite to kiss and tell. Nothing wrong with a little stank on the hangdown. Nothing wrong with a little takes it out oh, in the crate. A little hizzing in the skizzing. Hell, I know there's nothing wrong with a little going to the boneyard. I know that. Nothing wrong with a little bacon making. Nothing wrong with a little shot twixt winds and waters. A little building the blanket monster. Hell, I know there's nothing wrong with a little pituitary poke. I know that. <laughs> nothing wrong with a little making the beast with two backs. Making feet for children's stockings. Testing the tube stage. Look, I know there's nothing wrong with a little crawl up the skin slide. I know that. Nothing wrong with a little... Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Just pump the brakes right there. So the Hicks go on a jag about how women sound when they're uh, orgasming in uh, pornos. When have you ever heard a girl go, yes, 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 yes? Well, yeah. other than in a porno. I don't believe I have. Me neither. That's because we don't say that. Well. Not unless it's in a porno. Now, my comment, you see, the way Derry did the yes, 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 yeses is not the way they do the yes, 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 and in pornos. That's the way they do it. <laughs> the girl gets all excited and she goes, he, yes, 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 yes. Yes, but the way you're doing the yes, 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 is not the way they do the yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it is the way they do it. They go, he, yes, 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 yes. That's exactly how they do it. No, they don't. What they do is they find a super high pitch for those first four yeses, and then they come in all dramatic for that final yes. So it goes a little something like, yes, 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 and then they get all dramatic for that final yes, say yes. <laughs> I don't think that's how they do it. Sounds I like an hear auctioneer. Again. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, porno girls do that, was, but only oh when the porno God. guys aren't busy finding some super low tone and repeating over and over again, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I take a bit of offense to that, Miss Katie, says I have a naturally low voice, and I do like to say, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Except when I don't do it in porno. Well, then you should do voiceovers for English dub foreign pornos, Dan, because that was a textbook. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Well, thank you, Miss Katie. I've never had any complaints from any of my sexual companions about my, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Sorry, it had to, I couldn't cut it off. There was no place I'm to cut it off. I'm glad you kept it going. <laughs> Oh my god! I was I was hoping and praying that Jim would show up and do his impression. Oh but, man! Uh, <laughs> okay, was when 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 Derry was doing his, all I could be, all I could think of is 
Batter, 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 batter. Swing, <laughs> batter. <laughs> See, I, I heard like a race car. <laughs> you're, you're right, though, Victor. Uh, uh, Wayne's version sounded like it could have been done by Jim Dickens. An auctioneer. Uh, an auctioneer. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, 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 sir. Oh, man. The whole hilarious scene continues for another few minutes and then ends with a crescendo of, of yeses and ah fucks and oh, my gods. Oh, man. Okay, so I have to ask the question. Go. Victor, did you watch this with your son? And was that really <laughs> uncomfortable? No, I, I watched it with actually uh, William and Linda this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all loved the episode. Uh, we didn't necessarily pause and talk mm-hmm. about those mm-hmm. scenes just because it's not <laughs> like it was necessary. How, how old is your son again? 17, right? He, He's 17. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I know last, yeah. I think at last episode you said Linda may have got kind of given up on the show. She didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Anymore. I'm really yeah, glad well, she, she watched this she one. She doesn't again. hate it. She just, yeah. she can take it or leave it. That's yeah. Fine. But after this episode, do you think uh, she'll, she'll be interested again? Yeah. I, I like, again, like I think yeah. she, she's her, her position is if she's around and she's not doing something else, she'll be happy to watch it. But sure. if she's like, yeah, whatever, going for a walk or doing her exercise or whatever, then we can go ahead without her. All right. We got a couple more just uh, uh, short scenes here. Uh, scene 11. Uh, Jonesy and Riley are sitting in their Jeep outside the ring, still talking about donking at Pracky. Uh, I didn't pull a clip for that. Scene 12. Outside the dollar store, the skids are, well, skidding. And uh, when Stuart approaches uh, in an overly dramatic, often slow motion montage, Stuart and Devin have a dance battle. In the end, Stuart wins when Devin falls to injury. And Stuart regains his bowler hat of leadership of the skids. And order among the skids is once again restored and fade to black. So there we go. Wait, could we could we for a second just pause? And I can't remember if it was this scene or the previous dance scene where Rald was doing some crazy break dance. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, that for was sure. crazy. Yeah. That was nuts. I was, uh, you know, a little respect there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I loved it coming into the scene. Like I I I had forgotten because I'd seen this episode a long time ago, but I I knew it was coming as soon as I saw the cardboard on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like the cardboard's there. The dance is coming. This is how we do it in the street. Here we go. Uh, do, do the kids today know what break dancing means? You know what? I think it's making we a comeback. We actually went to a festival and there were was cardboard on the ground yeah. and there was a bunch of you know, people that were were amazing. Absolutely, what's old, what's old is new again, and and actually, no, no. But it, what, I guess what I'm saying is, is that what it's still called, or is there like has oh. it been reborn as something new? Mm-hmm. I think it's still like what? I think that's politically fine. And then they had <laughs> kids come up and they would show them like a, a move or whatever, and then they would do it. And some of these moves that they've got now are way like more impressive than the shit that we were doing. You know what we're trying yeah. to do before. Like when you watch Jilly, did you ever reevaluate? Oh, man, I wish I took the time to learn something cool like that. Like, oh man, I know I do. Yeah. Well, I, I never had the like. I, I was able to do some break dancing back when I was a teenager. Yeah, your but now, break was different though. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's do uh, the Portuguese show. Yeah, initial Damn. initial reactions. No, no ratings yet. Let's just uh, just your overall uh, uh, thoughts of the episode, Victor. Go. Brilliant. Just, just uh, you know, just uh, pure joy, lots of laughter, just lots of unforced laughter, which mm-hmm. is, you know, a good, good tell sign of a good comedy show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
lots of depth to characters and build, you know, again, introduction of giving uh, re, re, kind of rebirth to some older characters and new light, uh, like, like Pastor Glenn, just lots of good things. And the things that I typically don't like were kind of in the background mm-hmm. uh, and without giving too much spotlight or focus, which was great. Um, so uh, all the key players were, were kind of in a forefront. And uh, yeah, just generally, I loved it. Matt? Yeah, I mean, I had, I'd say, two of my biggest laughs of the entire series uh, this episode. There was definitely, uh, I would say, a few, I almost call them commercial breaks. Like, there was some gaps <laughs> yes. and some weird yes. fillers yes. in it. Agreed. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, all in, I I, I I, very much echo what, what Victor said. I, I just enjoyed this episode straight straight through from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanya? Uh, I agree. Like I really could have done without, um, um, the skids <laughs> that whole I sense a unicorn part, coming. Oh. that whole part. Don't get ahead I, of yourself. I, I didn't need, and, and, and same with the jocks. I didn't need their, their bit in it either. The, the fillers weren't necessary. Everything else was good. That should have, yeah, it should, yeah. we don't need to see them every single episode. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, Matt, Matt, don't be calling a shout out with 30 seconds left in the game. <laughs> <laughs> or a no hitter, a no hitter with, with, happen, with a few, few endings left. So I'm going to agree with uh, everything you're saying. Brilliant episode. Best writing so far. Funniest moment so far. Riley and Jonesy really didn't have to be in this episode. I think they, no. they, were, they were thrown in maybe to make time, you know. Um, yeah, they were they were the commercial breaks that uh, Matt was alluding to. It, they were pretty useless. In fact, I, I, I considered not pulling the clip from them, but but I'm like, uh, you know, I uh, maybe I shouldn't have. But anyway, it it didn't they didn't feel like they well, contributed. It qualifies, oh. it qualifies our points, so yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah, and <laughs> it, so it didn't make sense. I agree. The 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 skid thing for at least with the skid thing, the the storyline about uh, Stewart coming back and taking back leadership of the skids. I mean, that it's there, and and that served the purpose. So. It, as much as you may not like the characters uh, and that, that end dance scene was pretty ridiculous, but it was also, to me, it was fun. I found it funny. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Man. Just, really? just, just what's funny about Stuart. This is his second time returning back to his, <laughs> to the throne. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The first time after that, uh, um, <laughs> Uh, oh, the you know, the rave, yeah, backstabbing it, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, exactly. And then now this time, so <laughs> yeah. And gener- <laughs> two, generally, two I'm with you. Yeah, and I'm generally I'm with you guys. I mean, I don't always enjoy the skid scenes, but even though the last one was kind of awkward and kind of uncomfortable, I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, um, and I knew what was going on. This sort of you know challenge for leadership and the way it panned out, uh, I, and the bowler hat significance <laughs> at the end. I, <laughs> I actually See, really like the scene. Yeah. I would have rather yeah. it been like, you know, uh, a, a video game, you know, I don't know. Video game off? Yeah. A, video a video game, game. They were off. Dance, they were playing Get dance, over dance here. revolution. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were playing dance, dance, revolution. Yeah. Or dance, yeah. Just. It was a dance. Come on. One of your favorite movies is Footloose. Basically, they, they, they did Footloose. They, I, they, they just did it in a very, <laughs> very sad, yeah, sad, exactly sad way. Did. Yeah. Um, all right. So ratings, uh, Victor, would you give this a fresh clearance or compost? Oh, this is a super crispy, fresh. This is the freshest that you can get. All right, Matt, fresh clearance or compost. Yeah. I'm going to leave that with, I, 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 like I said, I mean, there was definitely some fillers, the, um, and, and I was afraid that the fillers and the ending might've deterred Tanya. I'm hoping not <laughs> enough, but I think the rest of the episode 
hundred percent fresh. I loved it, man. Mm-hmm. I just laughed my ass off. The writing was so on point, mm-hmm. and um, it was just it was just such a well told episode. All right, Tan- so fresh, Tanya. What say you? <laughs> Uh, okay, so she who gave fart book a fresh. I, I don't not not up. to give you any pressure. Was it just it's right? Not it's not a hundred percent fresh. It's not. It's not because because those bits those they were they were fillers and and it wasn't Pretend from start to end. There, if we if they agree, weren't there, it, like absolutely, there. I would give it a hundred percent. But they were there, so it borders between Clarence and Fresh. I will give it a fresh. Ooh. I will, oh. but it's not a hundred percent fresh. Wait, can you say that one more time? <laughs> okay, so because I mean, if if you gave this something less than fresh after giving fart book fresh, I, no, I don't know. I laughed out loud. No, do not get me wrong. Though the moments that were in there that were solid, they were absolutely solid. Like no doubt at all it was just those fillers that it was just like you were you were so riled up and laughing and 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 tears coming down my face and then all of a sudden it's just like like it's just like Mm -hmm. it it, it's like that it's like a commercial break it's like it kind of loses some momentum and then you laugh again and then it just loses some momentum one more time yeah and that was my fear. I was I was thinking that watching. I'm like, I'm so afraid. I'm like, I think we're going to get a fresh across the board. But those off scenes, I think. See, I'm, I'm you know what I'm talking about then. Sure. So, but, yeah, yeah. But, but Tanya, to, the, the key to what you're saying is, you know, between the commercial, like after you come back from the commercial break, the story continues. It's not right. yet another skit. And I think yeah. that's the that's the key to 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 making sure that you're giving this the proper yeah. rating. That yes, you've got the commercial breaks, but you've got this wonderful story that is woven throughout. Yeah. And there's no when you come back, you come back to the show. Yeah. Uh, and 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 you're you're you know. So I think yeah. it it works. No, I and, uh, I so hear you. I I give it a fresh. The the funny was definitely a hundred percent funny. Mm-hmm could have done without the commercial breaks so and i mean even the best shows aren't aren't going to be like right through the whole thing from beginning to end you're laughing your ass off from beginning to end there's going to be some some lulls in between Mm -hmm. so anyway my turn this is a perfect letter kenny episode it's about as perfect as you can get (laughs) like up until now it is unicorn is here it is the perfect letter kenny episode the the writing is top notch best writing so far the physical humor is so good. <laughs> so, so good. The reactions, the, just the, the everything, the <laughs> movements. It's, it's almost like they have like a choreographer there choreographing uh, movements, especially like Wayne, the, his stature, like his stances, the way he moves, just everything. Everything about this episode was perfect. I agree. The We could have done without the hockey players, but I mean, it's such a tiny, tiny point that I would not let it ruin this perfect episode. And by the way, I don't know if you guys realize this, but this was this season's com- concept episode. If Fart Book was yeah. season one's concept, this was season two's concept. This, the whole, it, it was... Why was Fart Book season one's concept? Concept episode. Like it was an episode about, that, that they wrapped it around a theme. Like, so it was about Facebook theme, right? This one here, At least they wrapped it around... Sense. Yeah, the the, the uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears theme, and they stuck to it right from the beginning to the end. They, they, they made the analogy at the beginning, and they stuck to it. And it was perfect. It was 
perfectly suited for this. I remember back when when I was trying to convince Tanya uh, that this was a good show. I showed her an episode thinking, oh, this is really good. You should really watch this. And she didn't think much of it. I feel like this is the one I should have shown her, although it probably still wouldn't have made a difference because I think didn't. it's the context, though. It's, yeah, it's, it's the, the context, knowing the, the characters. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. This is the freshest of fresh. I'm with Vic. I'm with all you guys, but but, but with Victor and Matt, especially because Tanya still thinks it's a bit of a borderline episode. So uh, it's funny, uh, it, guys, I, I kind of felt and I was I was a little excited, but I didn't want to, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, like, Matt, I didn't want to blow my load and, and get too excited. Um, but so uh, I, I thought, OK, I need a special sound effect for when for when this happened. So uh, uh, hopefully and this episode kind of provided the perfect sound effect, I think, for it. Hey, oh, my Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> well, we did it guys. We did it. We made it. We got the money. No, we've shot. done this once we before though, it. haven't we? Uh I don't know where, where we all agree. Oh. We, I think we've all done No, yeah, fresh I think la- the last episode of fr- season 1 I think we all agreed was fresh. Did we not? Oh, can we just pretend we didn't cuz you... this one's really exciting. No, no, we did, but it was virtual agreement. Yeah, yeah, you, really you weren't here. Oh Matt. yeah, Matt wasn't here. But yeah, and it was yeah, and I he mailed in his vote and there yeah. was some yeah. controversy. <laughs> and and I didn't have this amazing mail in voting's a fraud. I didn't have more counted oh, properly. My God. I didn't have the amazing sound effect for for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Uh all right, uh, top 5s. Victor, where do you put this in your top 5? Oh, this shoots up to the top. Number one. I, I was going to read them all out to you, but I had a feeling maybe this no is need. your number top. Number one. No, okay. Yeah. No number need. top. Just, yeah, number shoot top. it to the top and then the natural order of progression. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was in the middle of a, a drink there. Matt, where did you put this? You need yeah, me to read your you know, episodes? I do the same thing because this opened and ended with two of the funniest moments. <laughs> and again, I'm going to just disregard those commercial breaks. Yeah. This is 100% Disregard. number one right now. Okay. Tanya, do, do you need me to read out, uh, read out your... detail-oriented. All right. So number one, you have a fuss at the ba- in the back <laughs> bush. So that was uh, the last uh, episode of, of season one. Oh, this is funny. Then fart, okay, go ahead. fart book. Put it in, oh. Stick it in one. Wow. Hey. And you know what? Let's stick it in one. I'm going to make it... A, <laughs> I'm going to make it... Uh, uh, once again, I'm going to make it a no-hitter. I put it in my number yeah, one spot as well. Two. Number one spot as well. Don't stick it in two. No squirrely Dan over here. Let me just say. You guys. <laughs> hey, this is my wife you're talking to. <laughs> Al, you brought her on the show, man. I know. <laughs> One of us. Oh, I'm a big girl. I can hold it. Okay. Hold my own. So oh. everyone, it's everyone's number one episode now. I'm just going to move on to listener comments real quick here. <clears throat> uh, Miriam J- DeJohn, uh, she... Uh, tweeted at us and said, who is Brad Stewart? I believe she was uh, referring to. <laughs> Thank you, Miriam. <laughs> Victor, who swore he said Brad Pitt, uh, but he didn't. And, and Didn't he? No. Oh, you heard it back again, He eh? said Brad Stewart, yeah. Did you? Oh, I felt so good was, when I saw that tweet. <laughs> Brad Stewart was a good hockey player, I will say that. Um, and then, oh, No relevance to the show. I, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so I posted a scientific Twitter poll. Uh, was Pastor Glenn wearing bicycle shorts or underwear when he arrived at the campaign video shoot from last episode? Uh, uh, this is closer than I'm comfortable with. But 55%, 55.6% said obviously they were bicycle shorts, agreed with me. And 44.4% said it was underwear. Um, See, now, if that poll was taken in the European kind of, uh, they would totally say bi- bicycle shorts. So here's... 
uh, the Boondocks podcast, they they tweeted us and said, "I d- say give your balls a tug, but it looks like your your bicycle shorts are doing that for you." So I do believe <laughs> that is a line that Wayne utters at some point in an episode. Uh, commenting on uh, Pastor Glenn's uh, biker shorts. So, um, not biker, bi- bicycle, bicycle shorts. Sorry, bicycle shorts. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> Those are two different things. Uh, Beck said, Thank you uh, for the shout out. Um, I just finished season two. What a cliffhanger. Beck, thank you for listening and don't get ahead of yourself. I agree. Uh, can't wait for that cliffhanger. Um, Beck also said, I'm loving it. Oh, she's talking about the podcast, our podcast. I'm loving it. Perfect timing is I needed another comedy to fill Shit's Creek void. Actually, she's talking about Letterkenny. Um, and, so- and sorry, can we just quit? I mean, I wanted to show this out last week because I'm a Shit's Creek fan as mm-hmm. well. And I was so excited when I saw Shit's Creek take the sweep at the Grammys for the comedy category. Amazing. It yeah. was exciting to watch. And if you haven't watched that show and you're Letterkenny fan, I still recommend that one. It's amazing. It's so well done, so well written. Tanya and I have started it. We're, we're six episodes. So, okay, in. so so let so let, let me ask you a question. I watched two episodes and it did, and I kind of gave up because uh, it didn't really? capture me. Mm-hmm. But this was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So is, give, give you me know, a try. How, we're, how, we're, how long do I need to go before I get hooked? See, I personally loved it from the very first episode. It's mm-hmm. it's such a fun story and it's so inclusive and so smart. Okay. And so, I mean, we talk about writing and letter, Kenny. That is shit's yeah. creek. It is so Victor, brilliant you and the way I, they put that show together. You and I share the same brain brain wave. Uh, <laughs> well, at least at the beginning we did. <laughs> so I'm going to say we're six episodes in on Shit's Creek right now. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. So about that uh, to to get kind of invested into what's going on and yeah. kind of get past the the that little hump at the beginning of mm-hmm. well, what the hell is this? We're getting to know the the characters and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. It's not that I there isn't anything about it that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I could take it or leave it. That's yeah. all. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I suggest you give it another try. I'm, I'm, I'm I, with I did, you. I did that and I binged the whole thing and I love that series. So, Victor, all I right, didn't I'll, I didn't get I'll give it a try. The first time I tried it, I don't think I finished the first episode because it wasn't. Yeah, it didn't appeal to me at the time. Um, yeah. the, the characters weren't very redeeming yet. And and I mean six episodes in, it's getting a little bit better. I've I've read somewhere that you kind of have to give it the first season, and then after the first season is when it gets really good. So uh, I, I, we're gonna see. But anyway, Tanya and I are yeah. invested now. We're gonna it's it's our half hour comedy okay. after after we right. watch an hour. Right. Of, I I I get I guess an episode one. I can't remember. I whatever happened to them? Yeah. I didn't really feel sorry for them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. That's yeah. the point. You yeah. you kind of hate them at first, and yeah. then you. Yeah the show will change your mm-hmm. opinion of these characters yeah. as you all get right, into all right. it. So it's right, really well. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it it's our half hour comedy that we have to watch after an hour of awake or awake. No, away. <laughs> Sorry. Away. 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 Which is really good, I, but, but pretty intense. Really? Yeah. I yeah. heard uh, I kind of both sides That's of that space one. one, right? Yeah. So far, I mean, I'm we're, enjoying it. Yeah. We also we're watched- watching Utopia right now. So oh, yeah. I, I just, I'm on episode eight of that. Oh yeah. We just finished. Uh, oh, Victor, you would like the one we just finished. The Great. It's Russian. It's so good. It's so good. It's hilarious. What's, it's what's really what's quite it good. It's a. It's a. It's kind the of a great. A, a, an off like it's a it, historical <laughs> comedy about Catherine the Great, the Russian. Uh, uh, oh, is that on Amazon? Uh, what's it on Hulu? It's actually a Hulu show. Oh, it's on. Okay, so I'll need. Uh, it is a, a different method, but it, really okay. good. Really, really, really good. Cannot. It was good. Cannot recommend it enough. 
It was, the writing was right. amazing. It was funny. Uh, it's not very historical, but it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and, and, and I'll come back with you uh, at you with uh, if I think I already did it before, but uh, Ted Lasso. Mm. Super yes. awesome. Just finished the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What an awesome show. So watch that one. I'll All take right. the grades. You take the. Uh, Ted. What when when we have a yeah okay I got to finish these up here. McMurray points out that he is only wearing his underwear. There's also a possibility that they are a pair of stylish European shorts. That's from our buddy Anthony Pacheco from uh, from California. Uh, uh, <laughs> you guys are hilarious. That's from Soul Coach. Uh, well, you, do you know you Victor? Do you know who this is? This is a, a I, former a colleague I of ours at work. Uh, wait, should I be looking at something? Soul Coach. No, I'm just a, by by the name Soul Coach. Do you know who it is? S O L Coach. Our, our let's f- not remind. Uh, it's our friend Evelyn not, from 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 work. Oh, of course. So she's listening. Okay. Thank nice. you, Evelyn, for listening. And do not don't discount Fart Book, or we're going to have a talk. And that's again from uh, the Boondock Saints. Uh, sorry, Boondock uh, Podcast. Uh, Love it. All right, so that's it. Uh, before I play us off, uh, do we have any final words? Uh, we'll I'm start just, with. Uh, I'm we'll just start. Well, with I'm going to start. Okay, I'm go. just excited. I'm. 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 I'm excited. I'm. I'm. I'm excited that we all agreed for once. I'm tired of fighting, guys. This is a, this is a happy place. We're friends, but Listen, I'm not hey, like a lady. I came. I'm came with it last week. Like you guys were the ones that let me. That's down. true. She's right. She she had a frustrating last week, and we're the ones ready. who didn't agree. Yeah, I was ready. You, hey, I'm married too, and I know women sometimes don't like to be wrong, but it's okay. Oh, 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 oh man, we still love you. Oh man. Did I mention I went through three hours of diversity training this afternoon? And that, 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 hey, com- me too. that comment would not fly. Three <laughs> fucking hours. Good it's, called, it's called inclusion uh, and diversity. Oh, man. Yeah, inclusion and uh, diversity. Uh, we, <laughs> we had a, a, a harassment uh, course that we had to do. And I thought, I'm working from home. If Alan slaps my ass in the kitchen, can I call it I into work? Fired. Can I get fired. <laughs> I could get fired. How would that work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Victor, any final comments? <laughs> oh my! I don't know how I can follow that up, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like we 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 kind of uh, hit the big leagues now. Mm-hmm. This is this is prime time, and I hope that it maintains at this level. Uh, because if it does, then this show becomes an actual real. Uh, you know, uh, it it ends up living up living up to kind of the the cult following that it has now, mm-hmm. uh, because up until now it's been kind of hit and miss. Okay, uh, Tanya, did you have an, any final? I expect this <laughs> to be this way from here on out. Yeah, right. no, you. It's not going to happen. It's not going <laughs> to. I mean, yeah, it's a. It's eight I'm seasons. an optimist, yeah. but uh, I mean, I've seen the show and I know I where we're that. heading, <laughs> and I know you guys well enough already. Mm-hmm. We are going to clash. <laughs> we are going to clash. I thought it was a it was the perfect Letter Kenny episode. I'm happy that we all agree, and and I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, future episodes. Uh, but for now, we're going to let. Um, let's see, Cannonball Jane, take us out with a song called Take It to Fantastic. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we'll recap and review Season 2, Episode 4, The Native Flu. Please rate us on iTunes. If you like the show, follow us on Twitter at ProduceStandPod. Oh, by the way, Matt, can you hear me? I can, sir. 
uh, during the time it took us to record this podcast, we have 11 new Twitter followers. <laughs> I know. Should we take a few moments to call them out now? I'll, I'll call them out <laughs> next week. Uh, thank you so much for listening and for following. Uh, we also invite you to visit our website, the ProduceStandPod.com uh, for uh, episode recaps and a list of our favorite episodes. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to have a dance battle to see who will host the podcast going forward. From all of us at the Produce Stand, have a good night. Thank you.